there's stuff on your mind and you're feeling unclear, just hop on the mic and speak without fear. Let's air out. Good morning, everyone. This is not the actual intro to the podcast. It's currently Friday morning, which means the podcast did not go up on Thursday like it normally does. I recorded it yesterday, and I really just was not happy with the output of it. I tried to mimic what I did in episode four and just talk freely and thinking just things would come to my mind without any preparation. And I really just I could not think of any interesting things to talk about. I feel like the quality of this podcast was uh, much lower than the other ones. I kind of just jumped around to different things thinking it'd be entertaining. And it just it didn't reach the, the standard that I wanted it to be. Uh, so that's why I kind of delayed and sat on it and didn't know what to do with it. So I'm just recording this intro right now. I'm not going to throw away the podcast. I'm still going to upload it. And you're still going to get to listen to it in its entirety. I tried to edit a little extra, you know, talks inside there to make it more entertaining and make some more uh, topics that would be enticing to people. Uh, hopefully it's uh, still somewhat enjoyable. But uh, if it's not, I, I totally get it. Uh, but we take the negatives and turn them into positives here. So I was ended up going for a walk last night and thinking about what I could do to this podcast to make it better. Uh, and then on top of just editing in some new things, I think next week I've learned uh, the mistakes I made in this podcast and how we can take the no-topic podcasts and make them still interesting and have something entertaining for you guys to listen to. So I just wanted to give you a little heads up before we get into the actual podcast. I'll let, uh, I'll let myself take it away. Thanks, guys. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend number five, number five. That's right. We made it to five episodes. We have beaten the statistic. I was researching earlier this week how far most podcasts make it, and it seems like four episodes is where most people will record up to and then give up, either due to a lack of interest in it or a lack of viewership. And, I mean, I think I do have... We have a... We have a, actually a strong base. I don't know where I was going to go with that. We have a strong base of 20 people, it seems, are watching this every single week, which is, those are good numbers for a new podcast, I think. It may seem really low, uh, but when I was doing that research, I found out that 50, I think the top 50% of podcasts get 26 viewers a week, and then it goes up to like the top 20% get like 76 viewers, and then above that, there's very few podcasts that are actually getting thousands to millions of viewers every week. Which is, it's a little deceiving. You look at Spotify and Google Podcasts and iTunes and see all these massive podcasts that we've all heard of from big companies. I just never realized that that's actually a very small portion of podcasts. There are like 500,000 podcasts or something, maybe 200,000. One of those numbers, between 200 and 500,000. That, that, I know it's a massive range, but it's somewhere in there. And then, yeah, we see you know, kind of the tip of the iceberg. There's a very few that are well-known to everybody. And then I guess there's just a lot that are super niche or just people like me recording those thoughts with grand aspirations of grandeur or grander aspirations. I'm not saying grander with E-R. I'm saying E-U-R. So I'm pretty sure that's a different word. But anyways, we made it to number five. I can see why people quit after four. Uh, today was a tough one to, to get out. Not because I have a tough life, but because I like to make my life tough with a poor mindset. I think uh, throughout my life, I have just become too accustomed to being lazy because I've just gotten away with it for so long. I've never had to had to put in a, a hard a hard day's work 
to get anything because it usually just uh, ends up falling in my lap anyways. As my mom says, I got lucky horseshoes up my butt and things just seem to work out. And I've, I've re- realized that. I do have lucky horseshoes somehow. And I don't know if that's a thing that everyone experiences where you're kind of lazy with things and then they just end up panning out in your favor anyways. For an example, just one example, uh, when I was working at my last company, RJ Burnside, I had applied to the position that was being offered in Mississauga. And I was living in Barrie at the time. And if you don't know, those are about an hour and 20 minutes apart on a good day of traffic, on a bad day of traffic, or in the winter the winter snows, you're looking at could be two plus hours of driving every day. But I didn't care because I just wanted to get out of my job at Wessick, which you can hear all about in episode one, which I think I should do another episode. I want to do an episode of my jobs. I think I could come up with a couple, just go through my resume and find some some entertaining stories to talk about from past jobs. That was something I wanted to get into, just telling stories from my life, funny things that have happened to me. The problem is I just can't recall them off the top of my head. My my brain's a lot like Google. I can't just like access everything. I got to like think of the right keywords or hear if someone say something that then reminds me and then I can pull that whole memory out. I've got a good memory that way, but just... You know, if someone just, it's like when people say, hey, name a hundred names and you can name like 15 and like, oh my God, I don't know any other names. It's like that. So that's why I need a co-host to help me, uh, you know, pull these thoughts out. They can be like, there'll be my Jamie, but instead of on Google, they'll just be saying keywords until that click something in my brain and then I can tell a story. But anyways, back to the topic at hand, we're talking about RJ Burnside and horseshoes in my ass, but I'm not supposed to swear on this. Horseshoes at my butt. Yeah, so, and then uh, I got the job in Mississauga. We'll say this, this was January 2020. We won't say it is. We will say, we will say it is, because it was January 2020, and I had to find an apartment down there. And the best one I found, I wanted to get a one-bedroom because I didn't want a roommate, which was so stupid in hindsight. I should have gotten a roommate. It's way cheaper. And I found a basement apartment, a, a nice apartment in a nice neighborhood. It was in, like, it was in the suburbs, but it was a house a separate backdoor entrance, so I never had to go through the front house and see uh, the who who actually lived there, which was, a, it, there was a bishop living there, like a church bishop, and, uh, and then another student, I believe it was a student, or just another another young guy like me was living upstairs, and he upst- renting the upstairs bedroom, which I think he got the weirder scenario, because he had to like actually live in the house, in this guy's house that they had rented out, whereas I had my own separate space. But it was it was a really expensive basement, thirteen hundred a month. My paycheck was thirteen hundred every two weeks. So right away I'm losing I'm losing an entire paycheck to rent at the end of the month. And I moved in there at the end of January. And then I realized very quickly I could not afford this place. Like I'm gonna be I'm gonna have like a hundred bucks a month left over for food and everything else. Like I'm not gonna be able to put anything into savings. This is after like my car payments, my tuition, my insurance plus rent so i had 2600 coming in and like 2450 going out it was nuts so i knew i couldn't uh could not afford to live there luckily and i was like my credit card was like i couldn't pay it off because i was only getting 150 bucks extra so i could never keep up with the credit card payments my phone too forgot my phone bill uh so i was just getting in the hole getting deeper in the hole and then luckily tax season comes around i love tax season at least i did I don't know if that thought will, I'm sure that thought will change at some point. I know everyone doesn't love tax season, but for me, it's like free money day. The government's just paying me to live, essentially. 
and I had it was the last year I could claim my tuition because I don't know how taxes work. I'm not going to pretend I do. There's like a, a carry forward every year because I couldn't claim the tuition because I wasn't making enough money or I had to be out of school to be able to claim it, something like that. Uh, so I got ended up getting like three grand back from the government and then that helped me cover, covered all my bills and like got me out of the out of the red back into the green or is it in the, the black out of the red into the black i think that's what the financial term is red to black black to red no red to black i don't know i'm colorblind so I'm, I'm allowed to screw that up um but then that was i mean tax season is like end of february start of march i believe i think so my my timeline could be all off but i believe when you can first submit your t4 and i did like immediately as soon as i got my t4 i submitted so I could uh, get my cash back. And then COVID ended up coming in. And with COVID, I was able to, A, break my lease. So I'd been there for three months. And technically, I wasn't supposed to be able to get out of it. But with uh, he was an older bishop. He was an older gentleman. So I think it, it makes sense for him to be like, I don't want this young stranger living in my house. And then he was also super respectful. I'm like, hey, I'd rather go back and be with my family. Since another reason is the offices for RJ Burnside closed down. So... I would only have to be doing field work and any work from, that I would normally be doing in the office that was five minutes away from my basement apartment, I could now do from home in Barrie. So I'm like, I'm going to ditch this place and go back to paying 500 bucks a month to go live with my parents again. And just, I mean, save, I'm saving 800 bucks a month right there, which is crazy money. And I'm not locked into a lease with my parents. I'm allowed to leave whenever I want. So that was the first, I mean, COVID was kind of a horseshoe for me. I know it was not a horseshoe for many, many, many people, so I don't want to make it seem like I'm not aware of the the badness, <laughs> the bad, bad of the COVID. COVID is not a an angel. I don't know. If, I'm going to cut this part out. You need to hear this. Or maybe I won't. No, just leave that fourth wall break in there. But yeah, I'm, come March, I was back home in Barrie saving money. I was like, okay, what a relief. Now I still had to drive to like Milton, Brampton, Vaughn, one site briefly in Burlington. Uh, so it was still like a lot of driving. And because my head office was still in Mississauga, I could only tra uh, charge my mileage from Mississauga. So I wasn't like, I was still losing money driving to work every day, paying for gas and then a lot of oil changes. The Those 10,000 kilometers come up pretty quick when you're driving to the GTA to and from, you know, three to five times a week. But then... Come November, you know, I went through the summer living at home, driving to the GTA all the time. This is, I mean, this is after I had my uh, my epiphany in the summer that I need to start releasing my thoughts, not publicly, but just I need to start talking about my emotions and getting things out there. And in November, we found out that our one of our coworkers was leaving and she was in charge of all the berry sites. Uh, for our company if I hadn't mentioned before we have we do construction projects like based on cities and usually like a person will be assigned to all the sites in one city so we had nine sites in Barrie that had to be monitored in the field and those obviously I was in Barrie so all those just got shifted to me and they kind of re reworked the field schedule for everybody so you kind of you know you gained some sites and you lost some sites to the new employee based on, you know, what office you're based out of. At this point, we had Newmarket, uh, Mississauga, and Guelph were the main ones for us. 
and I had gone from Mississauga to uh, being based at a new market come COVID, like midsummer. I ended up being switched, switched over in offices. Oh, this story is just a real drag on. I don't remember what I was going with it. Basically, I COVID came. I got to move back home in Barrie. Then all my work ended up coming to Barrie, so now I could work even closer to home. And then um, I got and I got to move to the new market office, which means I could charge more mileage, which means I was making money again on my drives. And that all I did not I didn't do anything to ask for any of that. That just kind of all just happened and fell into my lap. Um, I've never bought lottery tickets. I've never I've only ever gotten scratchers for my birthday from my sister. Uh, my birthday and Christmas, and I've won, I think, like, 300 bucks on all of them combined. Like, I always just... The, we got, um, on Christmas, she got us these ones that have, like, six games on one big fold-out sheet. And I won on every single game. I think I won, like, 150 bucks or something. And on my 16th birthday, my sister bought me a scratch ticket, and I won 60 bucks on it. And I think there was another time where I won more money. It's crazy. I have I have really good luck. I also find I notice whenever I like get in line for something, whenever I'm getting close to the front, I turn around and like the line is way, way longer than when I ever got into it. I feel like I ended up just getting to that place at the exactly correct time, which is nuts. I don't know how that always happens, but I also think maybe I'm only recognizing it when that happens. And when it doesn't happen and I'm at the end of the long line, I'm not thinking about it. So that's very possible too. Wow. That was a talk. But that's exactly what I wanted to do. That was just brain vomit me talking. So now I got to think of something else to talk about. Oh, real quick. We got a thank you to hand out. The arrow thank yous. I don't have a soundbite for this. So thank you. Thank you for being yourself. Thank you. Thank you for helping me out. This is the thank you portion of the podcast. And where today's thank you is going to be for Christian Jordan, my boy from Oshawa. We went to Durham College together in the Environmental Tech Fast Track program. He was one of the... Okay, how many of us? Me. Maybe there was... Someone's going to correct me on this, but there's 10 and a few extra, maybe? I don't remember. I, I never actually... I did count us at one point, but that number's gone. But we essentially... There was like five of us that just traveled in the pack to all our classes. They were always studying together. And Christian was one of those people. He was my lab partner for two of our courses i think and he hit me up on discord the other day out of out of the blue say he's been loving the podcast i don't know if he said love he said really enjoying but i'm gonna take that as loving it he said oh my god aaron your podcast has been the greatest piece of entertainment that's been put out in the recent decade i've been so inspired by it this is all uh, in quotations this is me summarizing it I'm so inspired by your podcast that I got back into gra- graphic design purely to create this new logo for your podcast. That's pretty much what he said, give or take a few or all of those words. And so you should see now there's a new logo on Aaron Arrow, a little more professional than the uh, the stock photo of a desk fan that I just wrote Aaron Arrow over top of with the uh, the background. I think that I don't remember that checkerboard pattern is called. But it's supposed to be like the stuff that goes invisible when you put in Photoshop. So you just see the fan. But because I don't have Photoshop, I just put it into paint. So the background's still on there. So it's a, it's a major improvement. Uh, we've now got professional music being done by Ethan Myers. A professional logo done by Christian Jordan. Which if you want to reach out and check out his other work, you can find him on Instagram, created 
underscore by underscore Christian, Christian like the religion. I can link that. Um, I think I can link that somewhere in the description. I'm still working on this distribution thing of the podcast. I wonder how much my voice changes when I plug my nose like that. I should avoid scratching my nose. But that was huge. That was such a shocker on Monday night. I was having a call with a friend. Ended up being like a... Well, it was it was Sarah, my ex. If I can I can say that. I mean, if I can say that. I can absolutely... I can say whatever I want on this podcast. And she's listening to it right now. Hey, Sarah. How's it going? And I got a Discord message in the middle of that thinking it's just the boys asking me if I'm going to play any games because on discord at the time and then after getting off the call and checking that i was so surprised it was christian like hey man he's a free professional logo i was it put me in a really good mood it like fired me up i was already in a good mood because i had a good conversation but like it kept my good mood going kept it rolling for the rest of my night and i'm just i can't believe how many people have just done stuff for me i uh, i never really realized the impact i've had on people in my life I never thought of myself as a popular person or someone with a lot of friends, which maybe that's kind of an insult to all my friends. I just, I don't know. I think it's more of a, the way I think of myself. I don't think of myself as a popular person or as someone that people uh, think about in their off time or that anything I've done in my life has had like a major impact on someone else's life. And I think I gotta, I gotta work on that. I gotta start being more positive and kind to myself, give myself more I love using the mirror and more pats on the back. I have a, not to sound pretentious, but I've gotten some messages of people saying I'm an inspiration, which is not a word I would ever use to describe myself, but it's very, very heartfelt that people say that I've inspired them to get a new job or to move or to start an old hobby again. And I wish, I wish I had that impact on myself. It's very flattering that people are listening to this podcast and seeing what I'm doing and then thinking, man, I want to do stuff like that or it makes them think of their own hobbies that they want to love and do. So I'm super grateful because that is what I want to get out of this podcast. Even though whenever they tell me it, I'm like, you're a liar. You're not, that's not true. You're just being nice. I got to learn to accept the compliment and not immediately. Um, either A, I immediately downplay that compliment and, uh, you know, bring up something that I did wrong again. Or I'm just like uh, super awkward, like, oh, thanks. That's awesome. And then change the subject because I don't like talking about myself which is weird for a guy who runs a podcast just talking about himself. So I had to, I mean, yeah, my buddy Reed sent me a message saying I've inspired him to get back into video making after watching my latest YouTube video, uh, Glory in the Quarry, Weekly Wander number one. That's right, the first official Weekly Wander is up. I know the first one I did was 0.1, so I didn't really count that, and then the second one was 0.5 because it wasn't. I wasn't really wandering. I was, it was like a flying vlogger. It was easier to do. I wasn't doing a lot of talking to the camera so that I didn't feel like that counted but this week on Monday I went out I'm so bad I realized like 30 seconds into this talk that I completely just abandoned what I was talking about before and now I'm just plugging my YouTube channel but we're just gonna roll with it anyways this was the first one I woke up Monday well initially I was gonna do it last Friday and it was a gorgeous sunny day and I was super lazy last week I was bad I took too many naps after yoga all the time, I kept taking a nap because I was staying up too late and it's just a, it was a bad pattern. Uh, yeah, so I was going to do it last Friday, didn't do it, which means I had to then film it on Monday to release it on Tuesday, which I didn't even release it on Tuesday. Again, I'll get to that. And I went out Monday and I I woke up kind of the same as today. I just woke up and I did not want to do it. I was already planning on going to record it on Tuesday, 
I'm like, okay, I can record it Tuesday morning. And then I can come home to film with the guys because we were filming a comedy sketch on Tuesday. And then I can edit it Tuesday night and get it up Tuesday night. And that was my plan lying in bed on Monday. And then I ended up just, I took a nap after yoga, which I shouldn't have. I wasn't even that tired. It's just, I've now created a routine of taking a nap after yoga. Um, and I'll get to that too. I got a, I got all these different tangents. I was about to just hop off this story and hop onto the next one and completely leave you hanging on where this is going. I just, I see, I'm on a train and I see a train beside me. I'm like, oh, I wonder where that one's going. And then I hop over there and then I'm riding that train. And then before that train gets to its next station, I'm like, oh, you know what? There's another train going back the other way. I'm going to hop on that one. And I'm just all over the place and I'll never end a story. And I literally just, as I was talking about doing that, I just did that to t- talk about doing that. And I don't remember what I was talking about before. Um, Monday. Monday, didn't want to film. I was glum and group, glum and groupy, grumpy, glump, glumpy and groom. I was upset. I wasn't upset. No, I was demotivated, uninspired, and lazy. But I, I got myself out of bed the second time that morning because I took a nap after yoga. And I took a shower. I ate some lunch. And I just, I grabbed my tripod and I got in, I got in Delilah and I'm like, just drive. Just go do it. You got to just do it. That should be someone's slogan. And I, I did it. I was very proud. I drove. First, I drove to the dollar store because I had to get some, some video equipment, including scotch tape foam hair rollers and cotton balls and then after that i could drive out to i don't know what the actual area is called it's like between cambridge and guelph kind of by fergus as well and then uh it was a spot where a co-worker had i'd ask a co-worker who lives in guelph if there's any good like swimming spots near waterloo or anything uh, i'd asked for this in august because I was planning on like, oh, I need some, I was like, I want some beach days or something in September. I had these dreams of like, oh, I'm going to spend my days like going out and doing so many things. When I move to Waterloo, I'm going to have so much freedom. None of that panned out. I don't go out anywhere. I spend most of my time right in front of this computer recording podcasts or editing or uh, just lazily watching YouTube videos. I was talking about inspiration. No, don't get sidetracked. And then, yeah, I ended up going out on Monday. You can see that video on my YouTube channel, youtube.com, youtube.com slash Aaron the Brock, weekly wander number one. And I went out and explored these two quarries. It was a lot of fun. There were some, some cool spots, some cool areas to explore. That was, it was very fun. It was the first official weekly wander because I literally did not know where I was going. I just had a, a treasure map and my, my soul, my spirit of adventure. And it turned out really well. And then I ended up not editing all of it on Tuesday. I did all the editing yesterday. And it was worth it, though. I think it turned out... It's my favorite one that's come out so far. I put more effort into the editing. My computer was just struggling to perform with it. My GPU was crashing every time I put in a title. And the the window render preview was not working at all because it was too high quality. And yeah, it took all day to edit that 45 minutes of footage down to 15 minutes. I had some more fun with this one, though. I kind of put in my own touch into it, which was super enjoyable. So I hope if you have watched that and you enjoyed, I think you'll know the part I'm talking about. But that one came out really well, and I'm happy with the product. Usually I don't say that, but I I rewatched that. I've watched that a couple of times on my computer before, you know, just making sure I got it right. And I was like putting its effort into it felt uh, it felt good. Uh, as I said before, I'm, I'm conditioned to be lazy and not put out a lot of effort. 
because I've never had to. I've always, I got through school, not putting in a lot of effort. I got through my jobs, like just learning what I have to do and then put out that much effort. Like I've never been a high effort person, which is, I think I got to untrain myself to do that. And this video that, uh, that I did yesterday, it was, it was an enjoyable process, kind of thinking of ideas and how I could implement that. So hopefully I can, I can replicate that in future ones and they all come out in that same, uh, same standard. Do, 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 do. Musical interlude. A rare post-musical interlude edit. I was in the middle of editing this podcast, actually, like halfway through it where this interlude takes place and I was just not feeling it not feeling this episode the second half is still going to play out as regular but I just wanted to pop in and let you know that I'm aware of the standard that this podcast is at right now I just felt it was really boring everything I was talking about um I've mentioned to people before that I feel like this podcast is not really good for anyone that is not already friends with me it's all very much so just me talking about myself so I don't know how this is going to translate into getting outside viewership. I think I need to talk about more like broad subjects and uh, cover my opinions on those and my thoughts on those. Not even necessarily like big things. Like I'm not going to talk about like political issues. I mean, I guess we talked about religion very loosely in the last one. But I need to do more things like that last one where I have my, my wild thoughts. I should uh, read my notepad on my phone just to find you something to give you I just feel like in this episode I didn't really give you anything of real substance on your on your drive to work or your drive home so I want to make sure this is entertaining for not just people who know me but for anybody people who don't know me at all I need to share fun stories and funny things even this musical interlude post interlude edit I threw in here now is not being entertaining I'm just rambling as I open the notepad on my phone, I'm going to find the first note I have and riff off of it. Stab proof vest, the guy stabbing is more nervous. You guys ever seen that video? The guy who has, I guess it's like a, like a product conference or whatever those are called, you know. Uh, there's like the big open floor and there's all these little booths set up. And this guy is showing off his, I guess the founder is showing off his stab proof vest. And he's having this uh, his coworker come up and like stab him a bunch of times, whack him with a bat, you know, slice him. All kinds of different weapons. And I was like, man, the confidence in this, in the owner is astounding that he's just standing here trusting in his product. But I felt the opposite. I think the guy doing the stabbing is going to be way more nervous because if that vest fails, he now, he just murdered a guy in front of everybody. The other guy, you just die and now your life, I mean, it sucks for everyone who's left behind, but being dead is not that as bad as having to live with knowing you just murdered your boss in a conference showing off his product. Because A, you're definitely losing your job because that product is not going to sell. And B, you're probably going to jail for manslaughter. Can you go? Would he go to jail for that? I don't know if he can find like a, I guess the boss has to sign a consent. Like, hey, if the vest fails and Tom stabs me 14 times in the trachea, not the trachea, because the trachea is in your throat. The vest was not his throat. In the ribs, you know, just punctures him like a pincushion. that he will not face any consequences um so definitely there must be a, a sense of if the boss is a dick i'm sure tom who's doing the stabbing in the wagon is feeling great he can't wait to just unload all his frustration on his boss's stomach and chest with this knife and baseball bat but on the other hand he's like man i hope i don't take him out like julius caesar in front of this crowd that wasn't too bad i should do more of that just look at my notes and just riff off those because i got hundreds that not all these are going to turn into Real ideas. You want another one? What do we got here? If Earth was a survivor survivor style game show, humans would be voted off immediately. So imagine if 
imagine if Earth was this whole this whole planet we're used to was actually just a TV show for aliens, and every species is competing on it. If you give every species a vote, you know they have a consciousness that they can, I guess, uh, figure out who to vote for and know how voting works, know what voting is. Humans would definitely get all the votes. There would be one vote for mosquitoes from the humankind, and then every other species would be like, yo, get these humans off this planet. They are atrocious. They are horrible. Which is true, we are. We have just taken this planet over and just decimated it to our own liking. Like we are somehow above every other species here, even though we evolved at the same rate, just because we got brains evolved. We're like, yeah, well, you know what? We're better. We're better. We know what's going on here, so we'll we'll take it from here, every other species. As we just trash it, destroy it, take all the trees down, throw all our garbage in the water, create undestroyable products, and then toss them in the ocean when we're done with them. That's a that's a hell of a power move. All the fish are like, yeah, you know what? Get rid of these guys. We're even below the surface. We can't fight them off. We're all-terrain tormentors. I think maybe maybe dogs would get wouldn't vote for us. I think they're kind of we're kind of cool with them in most cultures though. I guess it's tough. In other cultures they're like, "No, it's it's terrible here. We're living in the streets." Whereas you look like a golden retriever in Ohio. He's definitely definitely like, "You know what? I'm sticking with these alliance has been formed with the humans over the summer they had the uh, the gypsum moths and invasive species and that's always been uh i like that phrase an invasive species because i mean i'm gonna get super um arrogant here not arrogant pretentious i guess is the word I, my favorite word of this podcast but we are definitely the, like the most invasive species we're like you know what these moths are they're ruining some of our trees and we gotta we gotta stop this if, a, if there's another species destroying trees, they're the worst thing ever. But when we're destroying trees to put up a shopping mall, we're cool with it and we're fine with it. You know, we, we're just tearing up the rainforest hundreds of acres at a time. Yet these gypsum moths are having a real problem in Barrie. They're taking out a few hundred trees and we just got to eradicate them by any means necessary. Genocide of all moths just to just to eradicate this one species of moth meanwhile we are just destroying trees and then paving over the land so that no other trees can grow here dumping absurd amounts of chemicals into the air into the sea into the ocean to the lake to the river just you know just an overall trash people but we have the audacity to say like you know what these these little tiny species are bad news here we gotta get these guys in check do blind people ever forget where they are that was a good one i like that one because sometimes I forget where I am. You ever, like, after a night out, you wake up and you're not in your own bed and it takes you a while to, like, figure out where you are? Now imagine doing that without your own vision. Like, if blind people get blackout drunk, which I guess the blackout re- refers to your mind, your memory, and not so much your vision. But you get blackout drunk and then they wake up, they're going to have no idea where they are. Like, they can't just, oh, this is not my bedroom. I guess maybe... They have a better sense of feel. Are beds more important to blind people because they can, they appreciate it more? That's, a, that's another question. I need to meet a blind person to ask them all these questions. But do they ever forget where they are? Like if they're just sitting on a couch and they're like, wait a second, what room am I in? Who's, whose house am I at? Especially if they smoke weed and like weed gets you like lost in your thoughts. I mean, I sometimes I get lost in my thoughts and I kind of like have this moment of coming back to reality. Like, oh, right, I'm here. I'm in my bedroom. I'm lying in bed. So, and that's all based on my visual cue. So I wonder, do blind people not, do they have that ability? Or do they always have to like write down in Braille somehow, like what room they're in and they keep changing it? 
I don't know. That's a that's a question for a blind person, I think. If you didn't know a language, what would your thoughts be? That was another one. I don't know. Because all my thoughts are in English, and I assume if you speak another language, your thoughts are in that language. So would they just think in objects and, like, based on things they see? Cause, and it has to be visual, because you can't... Or audio, I guess you can kind of... Can you imagine a sound? I can try and imagine a sound right now. I think I'm doing it. I think I'm doing it. At first, I was just imagining myself. I was trying to think of a bell ringing, and I was just hearing myself in my head going, ding, ding, ding. But then I, I kind of figured out, I think I'm hearing a bell in my head. Smells, you can't think of a smell. That's, I think that's impossible. Yeah, yeah, even though the nose is like most attached, it's the closest to your memory. I think your sense of smell is like the best way to think of a memory. Yeah, so if you don't have a language, you do, how would you, what would you think in? And I think there's those like kids who are raised by wolves that uh, the Jungle Book Mowgli was inspired by a real kid. I think there's like a bunch of them though, who were just like abandoned in the wild and then raised by animals. And past a certain point, if you don't learn a language, I think when you're a child, you just can't. Like your brain's too far developed, it can't. You can't learn a language at that point, which is wild. So what what would they think in which we would never know because we can't communicate with them, we can't uh, talk to them. These there you go like it's. I don't want to, I can't go through all my notes, but maybe this is a different method, a better method for the next episode. It's just going through my notes on my phone and picking out some ideas to talk about and see if I can riff on these. I didn't do too much on any of these. Um, I just grabbed the first three I saw, but hopefully this provided a little more entertainment in the podcast. Sorry it was so boring so far. Unless you didn't find it boring, it's just my own, uh, my own self-conscious judgment, not letting myself do anything good. But we'll hit you with another interlude. You can get back to the regular scheduled episode. Uh, thank you for listening to this intermission, and enjoy the rest of me. Do 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 musical interlude. All right, let's get back to inspiration. I uh, I skipped over it before, and I want to I want to circle back to it because I was saying uh, I wish I could inspire myself. Like other people have said, I inspired them. Uh, so I was looking for more inspiration this week, and uh, I've been looking back at this guy I've I've looked at before. Uh, his name's Cameron Haynes. Uh, if anyone knows who that is, he's a uh, he's like the most known bow hunter I think in uh, North America, and he's an uh, endurance athlete. Runs like those ultra marathons. He's very known for his high stakes worth work ethic. His uh, lift, run, shoot every day. Shooting being a bow and arrow, so that's takes a lot of strength it seems to pull back a bow and arrow so i've been watching his videos trying to try find trying to find some motivation and that's the kind of thing that i think fires me up i guess maybe that's the same feeling people get when they watch my videos which i i don't understand that because he's doing absolutely crazy things trying like a marathon a day then lifting heavy works a nine to five still shoots videos he just he does it all and he's like i want to say he's in his 50s he's not a he's not a young man He's an older guy with kids. His son just broke the pull-up world record uh, last year, I think. He did 4,100 pull-ups in 18 hours. I can't even... I don't even think I can do one. Maybe I can do one or two pull-ups. So I'm, I'm just shy of it, but that's not really a goal of mine. Yeah, I've been watching Cameron Haynes' videos. 
I just watched one today to try and fire me up for this uh, to record this. He was doing leg day, and he did it by strapping a 130-pound boulder into a backpack and then hiking up and down a hill, which my leg day is just working through the eight machines that they have at Fit for Less for 45 minutes and then calling it. So it's things like that where I don't necessarily want to be at the same output level as him, but it's more I get inspiration watching other people do things and then I'm more like, okay, Aaron, why are you being such like a, a lazy shit then? Why are you doing nothing when these people are putting, they're taking use of those 24 hours you get every day. And I am utilizing maybe like effectively today, I might effectively utilize four hours of my day, two and a half hours for this podcast, then an hour and a half to do my fitness lesson. And then I think the rest of the day is going to be not a whole lot of anything. I already slept. I woke up, did my yoga at eight, came back to my room by nine. Uh, then slept until 12.30, forced myself to get out of bed, made lunch, took a shower, and here we are. Meanwhile, a guy like Cameron Haynes wakes up at 2 in the morning, does his run, comes home, shoots his bow and arrow for like an hour, drives to work 9 to 5, runs at lunchtime there, then comes home again, works out, goes to bed and does it all again every single day. And I'm like complaining, oh, I've got to do a podcast today. I've got to record a podcast. I've got no time. It's so hard. I'm so... My life is so hard. I'm just such a baby. I need to, you know, I need to stop. I need to, what is it? Treat yourself like someone you're supposed to take care of. You know, I need to start taking the advice that I'm giving to other people and actually uh, listen to it myself. Very good at giving out advice, but very bad at taking it. I said last week, uh, one of the things I was good at keeping up with, uh, actually, I don't know if I talked about all of this last week, but I did say my 10,000 steps a day I had been doing, and I, that's like one of the things I kept up on. And yeah, doing exercise and things like that, keeping my body and, you know, working on my body, not so much my mind, but my body, going to the gym, doing workouts, doing yoga. I'm really good at keeping up with that during the week, it seems. And then doing other other work-like things, which is something I need to stop doing. I need to stop calling all this stuff work. Because I think in my brain, hearing it as work makes me want to procrastinate because that's what I do for work. I put off work. And this isn't. This is supposed to be enjoyable. I quit work so I could go do whatever I wanted throughout my days. But now that I'm doing whatever I wanted, I'm just classifying it as work and now putting it off, so then I can just be lazy again. And it's not a very productive uh, mindset at all. It's very deproductive. <sighs> I wish I was more eloquent. Where are these words coming from in my brain? So I really need to realize that I have to take advantage of this free time I have now. It's, I'm not always going to have a full days and weeks of just my own time to fill with what I want to do. And that's the problem with having all the time of what you want to do is it's like encourages procrastination because I know that tomorrow I'm doing nothing either. So I could spend time doing all this stuff today. But look at tomorrow's free. Friday's, well, tomorrow is Friday. But Saturday's free, Sunday's free. Every day of the week is the exact same for me because I got no commitments other than 8 a.m. yoga with Ethan and 6 p.m. on Thursday's fitness class with the elderly ladies at Rim Park. So I need to start treating this as, I don't know what I gotta treat it as. I gotta find some way to convince myself that, I mean, A, I know I enjoy this. When recording this podcast now is easy. The part before hitting record is hard. Getting down to click that record button. I did already delete. I started this podcast and did like five minutes and deleted all of it because I was just, my brain was just not working. 
I wasn't uh, coming up with anything to say. No, no words were flowing. I was just bowing myself out. So I had to restart and get the get the snowball rolling again. Speaking of getting the snowball rolling again, I just cut another like three minutes. Today is just not a productive day. The brain is not flowing in the ways I want it to flow. I'm not going to give up on this. I'm going to keep talking. And if I got to delete more and more sections and keep restarting, I'm going to keep doing that because I need to give you guys content that you deserve. The content you signed up for when you put your faith in air and air out. You came to hear me air out. And God damn it, I'm going to air out for you guys. So let's talk about going for walks. I think I talked about it at some point back in 10 minutes ago, five minutes ago, two minutes ago. I don't know. I've been doing that every single day. And something I'm struggling with on my walks is when you come into uh, another walker, another another person out there. I'm always uh, very unsure of when I can make eye contact and acknowledge them. I've been walking without headphones on lately. So I feel like when I am passing someone, I have to verbally acknowledge them rather than just uh, pretend I don't see them. But it's when, when you're walking towards each other, how much distance away until you make the eye contact and say, oh, hello, good morning, hi. Or for uh, people with headphones on, I usually just give them the, the old smile and nod. It's, it's tough because I'm walking and someone's coming towards me, say they're 30 feet away. I can't, I'm not going to look at them and start smiling right now because that's weird because now we're going to be walking towards each other for like 15 seconds. I don't really know how big 30 feet is, but you, you get what I'm talking about. If it was like 15 seconds of sustained eye contact smiling, that's going to make them more uncomfortable. So instead I'm like averting my eyes and just pretending I don't see them, either like looking dead straight ahead or like, oh, glancing to my right, looking up, pretending I'm seeing like a bird or something. And then when they're like, close enough to me i then look oh hello good morning smile and then they you know either say it back or they just nod and go by but when is it what's the acceptable distance for that is does anyone else just panic and just start like overthinking what what they're doing how much they're breathing sometimes i stop breathing because i'm worried that they're gonna think that i'm breathing too much so i just hold my breath and then i'm walking up to them and i realize that like i need to let out a big gasp here i'm i'm dying I'm suffocating myself, and that's going to be even worse if, I'm, if rather than staring at someone for too long and smiling for too long, instead I'm going to walk up and then just in front of them just go, <laughs> like that's even more embarrassing. And it happens worse with like, I think with women too, especially women my age. I'm not, I'm not a player or a smooth talker at all. So like I see if I'm walking towards someone my age and they're of the opposite gender, I'm like, okay, if you stare, they're going to obviously think you're a creep and you're too into them. So you got to pretend you don't see them and look away, walk up a little taller and breathe nice and slow. Like this walk isn't even airing, you know, this takes no effort for you walking. You're such a, you're such a good walker and they're going to be impressed by, uh, by how well you sustain your breath. But then I end up breathing too little and I end up like just holding my breath, walking by them. And then as soon as I pass them, I I do what I just did. Just, (sighs) oh God. I don't I don't audibly say oh god but in my head I'm thinking it and then I'm like okay I nailed that I nailed that she's totally gonna be so unsuspecting and I probably look so natural whereas I must have looked like I was just clenching the whole time just rigid as a board the uh the older the people are the easier and more friendly they seem to be on their walks like all the all the people who I'm gonna say look like they're retired because I mean they're out walking at like either early in the morning or not even early, like 10 o'clock in the morning or like two in the afternoon. I think that's a, 
That's usually not a time of day that the, the working people are out at. So they're usually super friendly. They got their dogs. And if you have a dog, it's way easier for me because I'm just looking right at the dog and I'm smiling at the dog. I almost feel bad because I don't acknowledge the dog owner sometimes. I see a dog I'm like, what's this guy up to? Look at this goofball. Look at this hairy little white furball. And I'm just smiling and talking to him, giving them pets. And then I'm like, oh, yes. And you have a, a human too. Nice to meet you, human. And then we go on our way. But the older people usually, they'll say hello or beautiful morning. They'll smile and they'll look happy when they're smiling at you. And not just go from like a, a dead straight face that I have my resting board face to a, oh, hi. And then it's immediately gone as soon as you pass them again. They seem genuinely uh, excited to see you and happy uh, to be out. And I'm sure they probably are because they're like, they don't have to go to work that day. They don't got to go to work tomorrow. They're just walking is their life. And we live in a pretty nice neighborhood. So I'm sure financially they're they're set too. So they're just enjoying their time. And the younger the younger people, the closer they get to my age and younger, uh, I find they'll uh, almost go try and go no eye contact at all, just headphones in and just stare straight ahead. And then I like I give them the nod and the smile as they walk by, and they give me nothing. And I'm like, well, you know what? I tried. At least I'm putting myself out there, trying to make new friends, and nodding at one man at a time. I've been watching. Uh, well, I finished watching Squid Game. If anyone watched that on Netflix, it's a uh, kind of a, a battle royale. Yeah, battle royale style show uh takes place in korea i'll try not to not to spoil it for you but uh, they uh, gather up a bunch of people who are severely in debt and very poor and put them in this game show where uh, you compete in children's games and if you don't pass the game you are eliminated which i'm sure you can figure out what eliminated means the players couldn't figure it out in episode one but i bet you could you could figure it out and it was a it was an entertaining show i can see why it's blowing up it's it the weird there's a weird uh weird adapting uh, kind of period for it when because they all have it's Korean but it's overdubbed with like American accents so it's all these like very very uh I don't know the voices just don't match the pe- the characters whatsoever like it doesn't even look close and it made me thinking like the people doing the voice acting for uh like doing a, a dub over you can't use like famous actors for that stuff because people would recognize them and really like throw it off you'd have to use nobodies so is this like are people must be putting this on their resumes though that they did voice i was a voice actor in squid game i did i was the main character is that equally as respected as people who like do voice acting in animated movies like is it on the same level or is it more frowned upon because you're almost like you're just subtitles at that point you know, there wasn't a lot of vocal acting, I feel like, in the show. It was very, like, monotone delivery of lines. Um, So I don't think... They, it could have honestly just been, like, just get some regular actor who does commercials and get them to read these read these lines. Because it'd be, you'd be very thrown off if you're watching Squid Game and the dubbing's, like, Matt Damon's voice, you know? And then Susan Sarandon's, like, the female lead. You know, like, what's going on here? This is That's very clearly not that actor. I don't know. That's what I was thinking about. The show is good, though. The show is very entertaining. Nine episodes, I think. Yeah, if you're looking for something, some mindless show, it doesn't take a lot of thinking. It's uh, I think you can figure out most of the plot just by watching a few of the episodes. You can tell where's it going, who's uh, who's not going to get eliminated in these games, but a good watch. I give it I give it a recommendation. Something else I touched on in the, the Weekly Wander was how I'd, I could very much enjoy 
if the weekly wanders became like something I could sustain myself with. Weekly wanders and podcasts, even though I know that's the only two things I'm doing right now. I watched a couple documentaries. One was called Expedition Happiness. The other, Pedal, Pedal Around the World or Pedal the World. Uh, something like that. It was made by, they're both made by the same German guy. And uh, his girlfriend, I guess they weren't dating in the first one, Pedal the World, but they are dating in the second one. The second one inspired me more. So there are a couple and they didn't like the traditional lifestyle, like me. So they decided to fly to America. They bought an old school bus and renovated it into like a living a living van. It was a very luxury van. And then they took that and drove all across. First they drove across Canada, then they drove across the United States, and they drove into Mexico. And then uh, uh, not just Mexico, but like South America. I used to think Mexico was South America for a long time. It was just it was south of America, so it made sense to me. It's not though. I learned that now. But seeing that lifestyle of just every day, they just get to drive around and explore, explore the countryside, and they've got everything they need in this bus, the two of them and their dog. It was like that's what I want to do. That is the lifestyle I want. The uh, the nomad lifestyle, driving around exploring. Every day is a new adventure. I um I mean I said I made a big change in my life, moving from Barrie to Waterloo, but they're the city is a city. It's They're very similar. They have different layouts and they look different, but the life is the same. And I, I mean, I'm still, I didn't really change my lifestyle. I'm still essentially working for myself Monday to Friday, nine to five or whatever, whatever hours I end up working, usually not nine to five. Uh, and then weekends off and then rinse and repeat. So I didn't really change much uh, other than just what I was, I went from getting paid to not getting paid. And that's, that's about it. But now I'm thinking uh, when this when this lease is up in Waterloo in September, I kind of want to just get in Delilah and just drive. You know, don't make any plans. Just know I have to release podcasts and make videos and that's it. Stop worrying so much about what my schedule is and where I have to be on certain days and just kind of explore and see where it takes me. Do the same thing I'm doing with this podcast just with my life. Just don't plan out where I'm going, what I'm going to talk about. Just drive around and explore. And I think Canada would be cool to start with. The United States is a little tougher with, you know, visas and different money and that. But I think it would be cool at some point to even just get to other countries, especially where your dollar goes a lot farther and just, you know, spend time exploring that way. I was listening to a podcast, the Honeydew podcast, which I mentioned before, and uh, Ryan Sickler, the host, was talking to Ari Shafir, who what he does, he just, he just like flies to a country and just in, what's it, uh, in... Uh, in in it's immerses aaron immerses himself Ah, the words escape me but he just flies to a country and like for six months he just lives in that country i think the first time he did it he like didn't bring his cell phone didn't check emails didn't do anything he just completely lived on his own you know you pick up the language just by talking to people and learning their culture and learning what to do and just meeting locals and they show you around show you what fun things to do and just you're just exploring the whole time no agenda no itinerary it's just you're just living your life and exploring it and doing what you want to do and that just that seems like the life i want to live i don't really have these aspirations to have like a big luxurious house and a a boat and uh fancy cars i just want to be able to do what i want and also like be able to do nothing and feel like that's okay right now i do nothing uh, too much and but it's like there's this voice in my back of my head that's saying like oh you're not doing anything productive you're not advancing your life. What are you doing? Which is like, uh, you know, there's that mindset that we have to work our whole lives to earn our retirement. And that's never really 
I don't really agree with that. That you work 40 hours a week till you're 65, then you get 65 till you're dead with whatever money you saved up. That's when you get to enjoy your life. Before that, all your good years where you're physically capable of doing things, now you got to spend that time making more money for other people than you're making for yourself. So that would be a super cool journey that I hope I can get to. Ideally, I'd be able to keep keep up with this podcast and it, it would have grown by next September. We're getting a little more than 20 viewers. Maybe someone has decided to sponsor this podcast, realizing the the pure potential Aaron Brock has to sell your products. And hopefully the YouTube videos are taking off a little better. Uh, the YouTube channel with Ethan and Martin should be, it should be up and running. I'm hoping by next September. We're building up a stockpile of videos, and I'm sure by then we would have stuff out and recorded. So it would I think it's a possibility that I could maybe make a, a small living, you know, enough just to, I'd have to really just pay gas and stuff, but gas and food if I was just driving in my car and, you know, finding places to live, crashing on couches, using the, the generosity of strangers, and just, you know, exploring my life that way. That would be, um, that's the dream right now. To be a, a trash man across the country. I don't know if I've ever talked about the trash man. I am the trash man, if you don't know. The name, it's hard to say where the name comes from. Uh, I mean, the name itself came from uh, an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where Frank, there. it's a wrestling episode, and Frank is the trash man. And he's got, like, the, the Andre the Giant singlet on. He's got a big trash can. And he throws at Rickety Cricket, and then he eats, spits trash on him. He goes, I'm the trash man! <laughs> it's a funny scene. But uh, I think the first time I called myself that was, uh, I want to say we were all visiting Ethan, uh, not at this house in Waterloo, because he didn't live here, but at a different house in Waterloo. And uh, it had been a late night, and the basement that uh, three of us were sleeping in, uh, no windows, uh, just like a basement door, completely black basement, super stuffy, and I, we were lying down there, and I could not sleep down there. Just couldn't fall asleep at all. It's just like, you're like giving me anxiety sleeping down there. So I grabbed my air mattress, pulled it out into the his backyard, stuffed it behind a a leather couch that had been sitting in the rain for looked like months, and a, a trash can, and just slept behind that out in the nature with just my blanket. And it, oh, it was the best sleep I've ever had. Slept like a baby, and that's when uh, that's when the trash man really started coming out. It's just uh, it's more so I have a very low standard of what I need for life, very low you know, low expectations. I don't need much. You know, I get, I, I spent a whole job coming home covered in poop. Like I'm not a, I'm a disgusting human being. I am, I am made of trash and I live in the trash and I love it. I love being a trash man. I'm very proud of that. The trash man, that's the podcast intro. How, uh, how janky and abrupt it is. Like it suits the trash man aesthetic. So the trash man, if you ever hear about the trash man, it's me. I'm the trash man. So I would love to be a trash man. You know, if I have to sleep in Delilah, I'm fine with that. If I got to sleep in a tent for a while, I'm fine with that. You know, as long as I'm as long as I'm allowed to be lazy, really, that's what I want to be able to do nothing and be completely OK with it. And know that's fine. And that I'm just I can just enjoy my time. I don't have to constantly be working on something or working on progressing myself because life is more for enjoyment than it is. I don't know why it has to be for work. It's called life. You got to live life, not work life. Live more like squirrels, you know? Squirrels don't pay taxes. Squirrels don't worry about anything but getting food, sleeping, and not getting eaten. Squirrels got it made. Every other species, no other species worries to the level that we do. Thinking is a real, it's a real uh, predicament we're in. 
it's uh it's helped us create this big society and all these fancy things we have now but it's also made us completely overwhelmed and feel like i was trying to get philosophical in this and then i get halfway through the point and realize i'm not that philosophical and i'm not that smart i'm not, i don't know what point i'm trying to make all i know is that for me thinking has been a detriment and i've overthought for my entire life that's why i don't talk because i spend all my time thinking my thoughts i never make that connection between my brain and my mouth it's always just brain to brain just a racetrack of, of thoughts all around there ethan had some friends over last friday and i was like oh this will be a good time for me to talk to some new people to be you know get out of my shell spent the whole time just in my head you know convinced that since they were talking about grad school i would not be able to contribute anything to the podcast because i to the podcast to the conversation because i'm not in grad school i can't uh, i can't relate to them therefore i can't talk to these people they're not my kind of people you know i uh, i convinced myself that a lot same way i convinced myself that i'm a quiet person therefore i shall not talk and if i do talk people be too uh their minds will be blown like oh my god he can talk i can't believe that and i need to stop doing that about other people thinking oh you know what we got nothing in common can't talk to them anyways just i'm not going to say anything i'm just going to sit here and laugh at their jokes and that's that's it so that's what i work got to work on and that's what i'm hoping these uh these stream of conscious podcasts will do for me help me get better just flowing thoughts because when i don't think and i talk good things happen when i do think i don't talk so I'm trying to think less, talk more, which we could all benefit from that. I don't know. I'm putting that onus on everyone else. I like to think that everyone else has the same problems that I do, and it makes me feel better about myself, but that's not true. You guys got your own problems that I don't have. We all got separate problems, as well as similar problems. We all got problems. My next problem is this: these two baskets of clean laundry that I got to fold and put away, as well as the dirty plates and pots I have sitting on my rolly chair that I have to put away as well as the 10,000 steps I have to go get today and then go to a gym class. But, c'est la vie. It is what it is. Is that what c'est la vie means? Say, is, it is. I don't know. C'est la vie. I should also play my guitar. It's been sitting collecting dust in the back. I told myself I was going to restart it. Start fresh and just start learning scales again. And just, you know, rebuild those calluses. And I think, I like, I've got so much potential that I just don't use at all. I'm just, I'm such a, a waste of my own talent. Again, getting back to the pretentiousness, but I definitely, I mean, I've succeeded in my life putting in no effort. So you'd think if I put in effort, I'd have even greater success. You'd think that's how it works. Yet, in my mind, it's that I have already succeeded doing nothing. Therefore, if I continue to do nothing and putting in low effort, I'll continue to succeed still. So that's why I'm, I, I kind of want to run out of money. And, you know, introduce that kind of struggle into my life and that, you know, light a fire under my butt, pressure myself to actually have to do things and put myself out there because I haven't, I've never struggled. I've run out of money before in my life, but it's never like concerned me because I know I had a paycheck coming or I had a, you know, an OSAP tuition payment coming in. So I, I never had to worry about it. But I mean, this time I don't have a job right now. So if I, if I ran out of money right now, I'd have no way to pay my rent therefore i'd have to run out and get a job and start making money or i'd have to really start ramping up what i'm doing for these online things figure out how i can advertise this more and market it more to get it to more people to hopefully a sponsor would notice and then i mean i'll take any sponsorship i'll sell out so fast you have no worries company whatever you do i'm all on board i don't even care i'm not going to research what you do I'm not going to see your ethical practices or anything 
you got money, I got a voice, let's do it. Although I told myself, you know, before I actually started making videos and doing things like that, doing things like this, I was like, I, you know what, I'm, I'm only going to take sponsorships from products that I actually use and believe in. I'm not just going to take every Raid Shadow Legends Manscaped and Square, Squarespace ad just because they offer it to me. Only things I use and things I really believe in. And I'm going to take very little. Like, there's part of me that didn't want to take a sponsorship. And just wanted to make all my money, like, somehow, like, doing merch and all on my own. Which, uh, now, I'm like, that is so stupid. I need money if if someone's willing to give me it just for, like, shouting out the product. Totally on board. I am way past, you know, that this idea that people would respect me more if I didn't take a sponsorship. Because, I mean, I haven't lost respect. Everyone just puts a sponsor at the end of their video or the start of their podcast. I don't, I still listen. I don't, you know, forget about them for that. Oh, I hope this one was entertaining. I'm going to have to cut it down again, but I think we're getting better. Again, I came in with nothing to talk about, and we, we got we got past the 50-minute mark. We got through the therapy session. I mean, looking back, listening on this, we'll see what I actually think of it. I don't, I already don't remember what I talked about in the beginning. I don't know how I got to 50 minutes. I don't know when I'm going to put the musical interludes in. I released on the last one, there's this option to put a poll out on spotify uh to ask a question and i got no answers so i was like oh, that's a little weird and then i went on spotify and i'm like i have no idea where they put this question i couldn't even find it i couldn't even find my own question so i don't know how i could expect you guys to find it so i have decided that i am going to put these podcasts i'm going to upload retroactively to youtube uh just as one it's going to help more people find it i think and that's always a plus and two it's got a comment section on there that you guys can leave comments on. So, I mean, whether you still listen on Spotify or wherever you listen to this, Google, Apple, Podbean, Radio, Broadband, whatever it is, any of those, and you have some words you'd like to say to me, whether you want to curse me out or compliment me, you can find these on YouTube now and sauce a comment in there. And while you're there, just hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, maybe make a few extra accounts and do some extra subscriptions. And every time a video comes out, go back and watch it on all those accounts. You know, just really help me out. Oh, other than that, I don't know what else I've got to talk about. Maybe when I'm editing this, we'll see if I uh, come up with anything else. I did leave some blank spaces so I can just interject other random thoughts in there. But for now, I think that's it. Hope you guys enjoyed this other weekly wander, now the weekly ramble. Remember to check out my YouTube channel, Aaron the Brock. And remember to listen to this podcast, Aaron Air Out, every single Thursday. And sometimes Friday. We're five in, going for 500. You guys take it easy and have yourselves a great weekend. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed your stay. Now take what you learned and have a great day. Damn, it feels good to air out.